Why do toxic people separate you from other people? Why do they cause a divide or a gap or a rift between you and family members or you and friends? What's the whole point of a narcissist isolating you and how do they do it? You see, a lot of times people think that narcissists are only going to isolate a person by locking them in the basement or telling them that they're not allowed to go anywhere or limiting their freedom in that regard. But a lot of times their isolation is much more devious, is much more hidden underneath the surface in, in smaller ways, in tiny comments, in things that make other people doubt other people's credibility, that doubt other family members' intentions, that doubt who the other people actually are. And the narcissist will oftentimes use so many different ways and so many different methods to be able to isolate you from other people. I want to talk to you today about how narcissists isolate you from three different categories. One, how they isolate you from other friends and family members, kind of like the typical isolation that you see on a day-to-day -day basis. Second, how they isolate you from your own family inside that family system. So maybe you from your kids, you from people inside your immediate family. And then other times, how they isolate you from yourself. And I want to talk to you about those three things today. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. So I run Raw Motivations. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Check those out as well for engagements and lives. But I'm on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do this on a day-to-day -day basis, producing content, producing videos to try to help bring awareness to what narcissism is. I've talked to countless people that have said it doesn't seem like this. Like they've read books about it, psychologists or therapists that have come and doing, done one-on-ones, different things like that, that have said, like, I've learned about this stuff in school, but it does not look like this in real life. It does not look like this when you're in a relationship than what they've learned in college and in classes. And so a lot of people don't understand what narcissism is, how it affects, how it destroys, how its destructive nature terrorizes families and workplaces and all different types of environments. And as we're on this platform, is to provide that awareness there, but also growth, healing, and change. Notice I didn't say hope. I didn't put hope in there because I don't want you to hope for the narcissist to change. I don't want you to hope for that abusive person to all of a sudden have the future that they've been faking for a while, give you a new gaslighted view, and keep you in an abusive relationship longer than what you should. I don't put on here, hey, I'm giving hope. Oftentimes, me being on the platform saying myself we're a narcissist gives people hope already, and I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to say, if you don't see honest vulnerability and consistent change, you need to leave because that other person doesn't care, and they don't care to be able to change themselves or to work on themselves. They definitely don't care about you. That's something you need to be careful of. Try to engage every week on lives. If you haven't had a chance, check out our Wednesday night live, either with myself and Lee Hammock. We're normally on either my platform or his platform every other week. We alternate back and forth. So we'd love to be able to have you engage with our Wednesday night lives. Thursday night, we go live as well inside um, on several different platforms. So we've got Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok that we're pretty much always live on on, on that night, Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time. We'd love to have you engage there as the community is growing. More people are coming on. More people are seeing what we're talking about, sharing the content, explaining this is what's happening, and getting other people into healing, growing, and changing on a day-to-day -day basis. If you haven't had a chance, go ahead and check out the NARC app. It stands for Narcissistic Abusive Recovery Community. Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Go on there. Be able to check it out. There's a place to be able to engage with the community. There's an awesome way to be able to talk to other survivors, people that are thriving and living their life now free from 
the abuser, free from everything that you're going through currently right now. So log in, be able to check that out, talk to different people there, connect with different people. We've got weekly lives that come on that are secured inside the app so that it doesn't get broadcasted anywhere. People that come on screen, tell their story, kind of walk through stuff that they're struggling through, multiple different things. We've got monthly coaching that's happening. There's a way for you to go in and log your truth, mark down, hey, this is the situation that happened today so you don't forget, so you can remember, hey, I'm not crazy. We have a way to be able to track your no contact so you can hold yourself accountable of saying one more day, one more day to keep that no contact and not go back. It's so hard when people are with narcissists that they get pulled away from every single thing in their lives that keeps them grounded to sanity, that keeps them grounded to people who understand and know them. And oftentimes the narcissist will do this through different forms of isolation to be able to keep you and to pull you away from all your friends, all your family, from everything you know so they can have control. So the first way a narcissist isolates is they isolate you from people outside of that immediate family. So they're going to isolate you from your parents, from your friends, from your work environment, from all different types of people. They're going to end up isolating you from that. The friends, the extended family members, all those different type of things. Because oftentimes they want to make sure that those people do not have a chance to be able to give you advice. They want to make sure there's not someone else who can come into your life and can say, hey, this person's toxic. So they try to make sure that you're isolated. When they isolate you, what that does is it also creates an environment where other people start to not believe you when you come out and you say, hey, this is what's been happening. Because they're like, I haven't heard from you. This doesn't seem this way. Like, I don't believe it. And oftentimes you have a lot of victims who are not being believed because they've been isolated because they've had to keep and fabricate the lie for the narcissist because they're afraid of the abuse that was happening at home. But narcissists will keep you away from extended friends and family. They'll cut off the control to be able to weaken you. If they weaken you by cutting you off from talking to other people, they weaken the idea that you're gonna have other support, you're gonna have other people to help sustain you, to be able to help control like what the narrative of like the thought that's going on. Otherwise, it's so easy to only focus on them because that's what they do. Literally what the narcissist is doing is when they're isolating you from other people, they are cutting off threats to their mask. They're saying this person might actually have a moment that they'll communicate something that will unmask me, so I'm gonna help cut them off so that you stay in total supply to me. The other reason they want is they wanna make sure that that supply is dependent. They wanna make sure that you are dependent on the narcissist. If they cut off all the other avenues for you to be able to have support, a family system, friends, then the only thing you can get support from is the narcissist. And in that moment, they have you under their control. Now, sometimes there's narcissists that will encourage like small relationships of saying like, hey, pursue that relationship or do that for the means to an end. You got to remember, narcissists are very transactional. So sometimes they might encourage a relationship for the sole reason of maybe that'll help them. Maybe that'll help their status. Second thing is a lot of times narcissists will isolate family members from one another. So inside the family system, you have narcissists that will isolate you from your kids, that will isolate the kids from each other. Probably the most popular way you see this is with the favorite child, the golden child, and the scapegoat, where they're going to isolate them by how they communicate, by what they're talking about, so that that person thinks like, oh, I'm not good enough, or oh, I'm good enough, and they're always vying for different types of attention. They're always trying to get better than the other. They're always trying to figure out how do I stop the abuse in this area when this person's getting it and back and forth. 
It creates a competitive and a very threatening atmosphere that nobody has a clue of what I'm supposed to do. How do I win? How do I move? How do I do this? Because the narcissist is in control of that chaos. Oftentimes they'll control and they'll manipulate the situation by being critical, by shaming another person and putting them down so the other person thinks, oh, well, I better not do that, so I need to change what I'm doing. They'll triangulate by making the golden child be the best person and the other person the scapegoat or whoever else might be in a relationship feel awful. Oftentimes there'll be random outbursts where they just all of a sudden explode. And everybody's like, I don't know what to do, when to do. And that's where you have that walking on eggshells. And then when that doesn't work, they'll use guilt to be able to guilt you and shame you into doing what they want or the silent treatment. Making you think that you're crazy so that you have to come back and say, hey, it was my fault when it wasn't. So oftentimes they'll separate you from people outside the family. A lot of times they'll separate you from people inside the family. A lot of times the narcissist will separate, they'll isolate you from yourself. Now in this way you see a lot of times the narcissist comes in and they destroy the self-confidence and the reality that you once had in the relationship, that you once had in that friendship, that you once had when you were with that person or when you started being with that person and they destroy that because they start nitpicking and shaming you and bringing you down and devaluing you in so many different ways. But they end up isolating you from yourself. They'll start to question the little things that you bring up. They'll tell you that you're overreacting. They'll bring everything to a point where they'll just say, hey, the reality you're looking at is false. And that's when they start your gaslighting. And that gaslighting continues to breed over and over and over again to all of a sudden you're left in a fog and you don't have a clue of what's going on. A lot of times I talk about narcissistic fog. The acronym of the FOG is fear, obligation, and guilt, and that's what they use to be able to control you. Imagine a narcissist is taking you, and they're slowly isolating you and pushing you away from everybody around, and what they're doing is they're bringing you out in the middle of this field that's filled with fog. And the fear and the obligation and guilt that's swirling around the fog make it impossible for you to be able to see. Your eyes are blind where you can't even see ahead of yourself no matter what, no matter how much you look. It's foggy so much that you cannot see what's going on. The narcissist does this for the sole purpose because when they lead you into the fog that they created for you, it means in their mind the only way to lead you out is through their voice. So as a result, they can leave you in the fog and they can point you in whatever direction they want. They can manipulate you. They can give you the projection, the thought, the feelings, the ideas because they're the ones feeding into your reality, your perspective, and that's all you see because of the fear, the obligation, and the guilt that's flowing around you. But as people start to learn, start to gain truth, start to gain facts to the situation, start to acknowledge the story that they're believing that's propelling that fog, that's keeping that fog still there, it's almost like a giant fan starts to open up and that fog slowly starts to clear. People are starting able to see what's actually going on because they're saying, hey, I'm going to acknowledge the truth of the situation, understand where I am, where I need to go, and how to get there. And when you do that, the narcissist starts to lose control. And all the isolation that they put on you of separating you from your friends and family, of separating you from your siblings, from your parents, separating you from yourself, starts to fade away. <laughs>